coming up. So all of us fall into the category of equipment because God wants, as the text says, the church to be built up, edified. He wants the church to come into its full or whole measure of following him. Man. That's what God wants for his people. Yes. And so we are commanded to equip the people of God. And that's something that we need to do post-pandemic to make sure that we're equipping God's people. Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Pastor Robert of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. Everyone experiences life-disrupting events. When these events occur, we are forced to decide what our next steps will be. Now that deaths from COVID-19 have tremendously declined and safety measures are relaxing, what will be your next steps as a follower of Jesus Christ? Join Pastor Robert and his wife Carolyn for the message series, What Now? As they look at how the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ help guide our attitudes and actions in the post-pandemic world. Here's the first message in the series, Be Equippers, Part 2. It says um, in Matthew 10:37, anyone who loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And that's Ooh. Jesus speaking. Amen. So that's really clear. Yeah, he, he says put, he you, made it plain. He said, you need to love me more than these. Yes, <laughs> he made it plain. You need to love yes. me. And so we need to examine. Mm-hmm. We truly need to examine. Yeah. Our love for Jesus Christ in the post-pandemic world. Mm-hmm. We got to take a look at it. And let me give you a practical reason. Because we are, we are already experiencing it to some extent. Some people, these is the beach. Oh, okay. And, and as soon as they say go, they at the beach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They just had to... the the, the <laughs> With no mask <laughs> and no nothing, right? They just out there acting just like. Out there. See and see, this is why it's a like pra- I'm tired. I'm ready it, to go back to normal. Yes, yes, it's practically real that we really need to examine, and we all have different these. So we're not gonna get too hard on those folks who these are is the beach mm-hmm. because you have a these that you're gonna need to examine that yeah. you don't rush back to post pandemic, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And, and and do the wrong thing. That's right. Not only dangerous for yourself, but dangerous for others. That's right. This is a real thing that we need to evaluate. Amen. Our love for Jesus Christ. Amen. And if we love Jesus Christ, God says you need to love everyone else. Everyone else, yes. And Jesus said in his word, as you've done it unto the least of these, (laughs) you've done it, you've You've done done it unto me. And in that, and that's a scripture I'm using the the pun here, but that scripture was talking about how they were, they were healing and helping and Mm -hmm. um, visiting the sick and doing all these different things. And he was saying, when you did that, those good deeds, Mm -hmm. you were doing it unto me. Amen. Yes. That's good. good. The fifth thing that we can learn from post pandemic post resurrection in the life of Peter is we are commanded to equip the people of God. Mm-hmm. We are commanded, commanded. to equip mm-hmm. the people of God. That's right. Amen. 
So look at what Jesus goes on to tell Peter in this dialogue after he said, you love me more than these. Mm -hmm. Again, John 21, 15 through 17, it says, when they had finished eating, Jesus said to Peter, Simon, John, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said, mm -hmm. you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. All right. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, take care, take care of, of my sheep. sheep. Amen. He goes on. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, mm -hmm. do you love me? He mm -hmm. said, Lord, you know all things and you know that I love you. Amen. Jesus said, feed my sheep. My sheep. Amen. Now let's break this down a little bit. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on it because there's a whole lot of angles we can look at that. We can look at the words Jesus used when he said, do you love me? Um, because Jesus used agapeo uh, or a form of agape. And then Peter comes back with phileo. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and so he, he didn't give him, you know, the, the right response according to what he was saying. And then we see a difference here of, of, of Peter, Jesus saying lambs and then saying, take care of my sheep and then feed my sheep. Mm -hmm. And so we see a difference of him talking about the young or the immature and then the mature to take care of. And then he uses a different word and say, take care of. He's using a word that is associated with shepherding or meeting the total needs mm -hmm. of, of some of a sheep, not just giving them food, but meeting all their needs, which falls into the shepherding mode. Yeah. And so we see that variance. And then also the other aspect of this, it was Jesus re reinstituting Peter after he denied him three times. Three times. <laughs> yeah. So he asked him three times, do you yeah. love me? Right. To bring Peter back into um, mm -hmm. into the into proper standing and yes. to get Peter back right, Amen. all right. And so we see all that happening. But the thing here is that Jesus said to take care of and feed the sheep, mm -hmm. equip the sheep. Yeah. And we get a good context of this in Ephesians chapter four, eleven through thirteen. It says. So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up mm -hmm. until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the son of God and become mature, attaining the whole measure of the fullness of of Christ. Amen. And so we see here that Peter falls into one of these categories. Specifically, the word pastors used there is associated with the word Jesus used when he said, take care of mm -hmm. my sheep. And he says to do, you do these things to equip the people for works of service. So these are some of the gifts that Christ gave. And you may, you say, you might say, well, I don't, I'm not either of those. Okay. But the heart of what we get here is that Jesus wants the people of God equipped. Now you may not be on the front end of being an apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, or teacher, right. <clears throat> but you are in the, in the equation of the equipping because you are part of the body of Christ. Yeah. 
and you can do things to aid the equipping. So all of us fall into the category of equipping because God wants, as the text says, the church to be built up, edified. He wants the church to come into its full or whole measure Mm -hmm. of following him. That's what God wants for his people. Yes. And so we are commanded to equip the people of God. And that's something that we need to do post-pandemic to make sure that we're equipping God's people. Amen. Amen. As he told Peter, feed my lambs. Yes. Take care of my sheep. Yes. Feed my sheep. Amen. And so we talked about what now? From the life of Peter, we talked about going back to normal is not an option, mm-hmm. not an appropriate option. Grace is available for whatever we humbly do. Uh, we also said we should we should abandon our biases. Mm-hmm. We should examine our love for, for, for Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And we are commanded to equip God's people. And the last thing I want to share with you that we need to do for what now as it pertains to Peter mm-hmm. is don't be distracted by others rather make sure you follow christ amen that's good don't be distracted by others but make sure you follow christ all them running out there to the beach with right. no mask and all that other. all of it whatever the distraction might be you know don't just make sure like you, they doing it i'm yeah, gonna do it too exactly yeah don't do that don't do that you make sure you're following Christ. Amen. And, Amen. and Christ actually tells Peter to make sure of this. In John 21, 19 through 22, it says, and this is Christ talking to Peter. He said, then he said to him, follow me. Mm-hmm. Peter turned and saw that the disciple whom Jesus loved was following them. This was the one who had leaned back against Jesus at the supper and had said, Lord, who is going to betray you? Now, I want to pause for a moment because I want to draw you into the scene. (laughs) Jesus tells Peter to follow him after he asked him three times, do you love me? He said, Peter, follow me. John saw them moving wherever they went, whatever direction they was going in. John said, hey. I want to come too, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And so John, and it doesn't say John here, but we know it's John because in other places in the scripture, it talks about how John is the one who laid his, his, his head on Christ's bosom and he was known to be yeah. the one who loved him. So John says, I want to come too. Mm-hmm. Peter sees John following him, following them. Yeah, yeah. Now understand Christ told Peter to follow me. John and then Peter sees John following them. Now, I don't know about you. If, if Christ tell you to follow him, I don't know why you noticing anything else. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> keep your eyes. Keep your eyes. Oh, Christ. Keep your eyes on Christ. I, I even, why, why even notice? Peter was rubbernecking. You know, he, he, Christ said, follow me. And Peter looking, looking, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah. And and look what happened here. This is telling. This is really telling in the text. All right. Verse 20. Verse 21. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, When Peter saw him, he asked 
Lord, what about him? All right. <laughs> All right. Look what Christ says. Verse 22. Jesus answered, if I want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? Mm -hmm. You must follow me. Yeah. Wow. Man, do what I told you to do. Just do what I just follow me. Just you, that to you. Don't worry about it. He, he says, he it. says, if John never dies, uh-huh. You know, and think about that. Think about that. I want to get you into the text. Think about this. Christ said, if I say that he will remain alive till I return, it is nothing to you. It shouldn't even matter to you. I want you to understand the enormity of this statement Christ made. Christ hasn't returned yet. It's been over 2,000 years. So that means John, uh, if John, if, if what Christ said is true, yes. John would still be here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Think about this. Yes, right. John would still be alive. Yeah. And, and, and God said, Jesus tells Peter, if he was alive when Robert and Carolyn came into the world, mm -hmm. when you came into the world right. over 2,000 years yeah. later, it right. still so, wouldn't matter to you. It shouldn't matter to you. It shouldn't matter at all. <laughs> now, now, get yes. this. Jesus was telling. He telling, said, until I return. He said, until I return. And he hasn't you? returned yet. Right. So that means John, conceivably, you know, mm -hmm. hypothetically, John would yes. still be alive for over 2,000 years, and he says, you still shouldn't should be, be deterred or distracted by that. <laughs> you should still be following oh, me. Amen. It shouldn't even matter to amen. you. That amen. is a significant statement Jesus made. That's right. That's right. Sig very significant. Yeah. And that's how important it is for us not to be distracted by whatever else is going on or what anybody else is doing. We should have our eyes solely and our hearts solely set on following Christ. Amen. On following Christ. That's right. It is that important. It is that important. Mm -hmm. Wow. That is Amen. amazing. That is Amen. amazing. It is. And so I want to encourage you, first of all, if you are a follower of Christ, mm -hmm. to become a better follower of Christ yeah. after hearing this message yeah. today. We can always be better. <laughs> yes, right? absolutely. If uh, somebody living for over 2,000 years <laughs> is not enough to motivate you to get right. better at following Christ, yeah. then I don't know what will. Yeah. And so we let little stuff, we, we, let st we, let, we let folk who only been here like 10 years get us off track. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about our kids, yeah, kids right? right? <laughs> we we right. let we let y'all get the picture. Jesus was saying, if he stay alive for two thousand years, yes. it shouldn't get you off track. Right? Don't worry about it. Keep don't your worry eyes about off. it. Keep your eyes off of him. Hey, right. and yeah. so I want to encourage you. If you'll follow Christ to become a better follower of Christ, and if you're not a follower of Christ, I want to encourage you to become a follower of Christ. Yes. Yes. Because that is the greatest decision you could ever Amen. make in your life. Amen. Ever. It's to follow Christ. And because he takes us into relationship with the almighty God. And he is God. And he guarantees us eternal life. With him. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. Do you know that God loved you so much that he sent his son 
to die for your sin. If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I've sinned against you. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin. And I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me into the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to be the first to welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to find a church where you can learn more about Jesus, draw closer to God and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time. But using this text, according to the commandments I keep, Concerning her really determines my love for her. Right, right. Amen. Y'all get that? The commandments that I keep of God from Jesus Christ that are concerning her is really the determinant factor of how much I love her. Amen. Okay. And you can apply this to your mother, to your children to other things and other people too. I love my brother. Well, you love your brother concerning, do you keep the commandments concerning your brother to show your love for your brother? That's a, that's a way that we can, we can use this to help us really evaluate our love for folks we say we love. Thank you for listening. 